people want to laugh. You know, we just had a pandemic. People are stressed out. So when you can be human and you can go out there and be a little bit vulnerable, it allows people to connect with you. What used to shock me in the beginning, it doesn't as much anymore, is like people will come to me and it's like they know me. And I'm like, who are you? You know, and it's just because they've been watching my videos. They've been listening to what I've been saying. And I put real stuff out there. So the more you can pattern interrupt, stop the scroll, be a little bit different, be a little more human, be a little more light and offer more fun. That's what people want is they want to feel good after seeing your content. Welcome to the Standout Business Show. I'm Brad Powell. And today I want to ask you a set of questions that start with what if you were to create a live stream event. And in this process, you were bringing together salespeople and marketing people and founders and executives. And the whole idea was to bring them together for this live event where they can interact with one another for their own personal and professional development. Then what if then you took a bunch of fun stuff and unexpected quirkiness and you were doing this in a way of kind of loosening all the professionals up a little bit, what would this do for your brand as the creator? What would this do for your business? And the big question here is that, can you actually turn a live stream event that's happening on LinkedIn into something that generates revenue and will actually dramatically grow your own brand? Well, this is what we're exploring with this week's guest on the Standout Business Show. She's Jessie Lizak, and this is exactly what she's done. She's created a weekly event. It's called Whiskey Wednesday. So it has the added element of whiskey. <laughs> and I highly recommend attending this event. It's a super fun thing. And as a kind of ultra meta side note, uh, we're talking about this conversation on a weekly live show that I use to grow my own brand. So the two of us have actually quite a bit to talk about. <laughs> so stay tuned, buckle up. We're gonna take a really deep dive on what it takes to turn a weekly virtual live event into multiple opportunities for business growth. Jesse Lizak, welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much for having me, Brad. <laughs> All right. Well, to start us off, I want to go back in time a little bit because you're the someone who created this event. And if you can remember before the actual creation of the event, what was going on in your head around why were you wanting to do this kind of thing? Why were you thinking, oh, I know the best thing for me to do is, is go live every week <laughs> on LinkedIn. Like a lot of people won't do that. A lot of people look at that and go, oh my God, live. Are you kidding? I can't do that. That's like, I got to show up as I who really am. And this is petrifying. Like, what if I goof up or I fall on my face? So how did you get to this place of actually saying, yes, I'm going to go do this? Yeah. You know, I think that going live and video isn't going anywhere. It's only going to become more important. I also think personal branding is only going to become more important. And that's why I've dedicated what I do at Revening to help build people's personal brands. Because at the end of the day, people buy from people, not brands. And so if we can get the face of your company out there, sharing their knowledge, becoming the thought leader in their space, 
uh, and doing it on social media where the audience actually lives. They're not all like searching your keywords on Google. People are on social media. So if you can capture them and get your message out there, then, you know, I just love going live because then it just gives you so much content to repurpose on many different channels. Yeah. So what were you thinking, like from a marketing perspective, goal wise, was going to happen with this particular project? I felt drawn by the audience. I felt connected to the audience. And I'd seen where, you know, through Whiskey Wednesday, there are people scrolling LinkedIn at 9 p.m. on a Wednesday who are looking for a job or they're looking to level up in their career. And we were helping a lot of people. And then we were helping connect them with other communities. And I just felt really good about what we were doing there. So my goal was to keep that back and to continue to give um, you know, give, give, give. I, I really believe that the more you give, the more the universe will give back to you. And so I feel good about continuing Whiskey Wednesday for the audience. But then it's worked out for me twofold because I've built my personal brand through it. So now I get inbound leads through what I've continued to build at Whiskey Wednesday. So it's a marketing channel for Reveting, um, but it's also a community and it's a community that Yes, I get revenue from, but I also get, you know, a lot of friends and learning. Like last night we had on Alex Boyd and Jody Johnson. And wow, I learned so much from both of them. So, you know, it's yes, at the end of the day, it's a moneymaker because I'm able to market revenue through it. And I'm also able to get sponsors for the show. But that wouldn't happen if we didn't have the spirit of the show, because that's what keeps it coming is the audience. So just making it about the audience and keeping it about the audience has really worked for me. Yeah, I, I want to talk a lot about the, the community aspect of this, because I think that's a real key for doing this kind of thing. And one of the more interesting live stream events like this that I'm aware of is something called the marketing meetup mm. uh, that happens in the UK. Have, do you know, are you aware of this? Do you know about it? I think you told me about it when we were uh, meeting last time. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, I'll tell you about it again. Yeah. Uh, Share it with so, the world. Right. It's it, it, anyone, if you've never heard of this, I highly recommend going doing it. The easiest way to consume it actually is as a podcast, but it originates as a live event. And I think I don't know what they use. I've never actually attended live and I don't know exactly where it's streamed. But at any rate, what happens is that there's always a guest. There's always a host. It's the same guy. And the guest usually does a presentation, a very short one, like maybe 10 minutes or 15 minutes at the most, where they share something really valuable and highly actionable around some aspect of marketing. And then the whole crowd, which is there and it's very well attended, chimes in and asks questions and the questions go up and then people, you know, vote on the questions. And so the best ones rise to the top and they have so many questions, they couldn't possibly get through them all. But, you know, it's this very interactive, very conversational uh, opportunity for all these people who are interested in basically improving their own professionalism as marketers to do so. And it, as far as I know, in terms of just a, a, a reason for marketers to gather virtually in the UK, and probably this includes other parts of Europe, it's it's probably like the event that like the virtual event that's happening on a big you know, like every week. And I 
I don't know. I, I first heard of it a couple of years ago and I don't, you know, I don't attend every time. I don't listen every week, but when I do, usually I find and, and get something valuable. And, but in addition to that, like just the value part is one thing, but then there's the community part. And for example, I'm always looking for guests, you know, like you <laughs> on my show. And so when I go to something like this, and first of all, there's the host, and then there's also the speaker, and both of them are, you know, likely candidates to be a guest. But then there's also the people in the audience, and you can sort of see who's there, and then you can go, oh, I, th I think I'll go check that person out on LinkedIn. I know this is true for your event, like anybody who's attending, and they're they're commenting, and the whole chat feed is, you know, all lit up, and you can see them all. In fact, you know, you can see that they come from LinkedIn or they came from Facebook or maybe they came from YouTube and you go, okay. And so you can go find them on their platform of choice and you can reach out to them and say, hey, we were both on this thing. And, you know, and I, it was a really cool, like, let's talk about that. And it's a great icebreaker. And I know for myself that as a way to just grow and build your network in a pretty facile, like, no barrier way that this this seems to work really well. So anyway, talk to your experience of that. Yeah. I mean, I don't ever leave my house. I have two small kids. I am just <laughs> on the internet, you know. Um, I, I have my husband travels, so I'm always home. Um, and I've been able to grow a really large network just through social media and being present. But also I'm glad that you really highlighted you know, the importance of community because a lot of the activity that I get that you see on LinkedIn is because I'm active outside of LinkedIn on Slack, on WhatsApp, on Discord, on, you know, Facebook has different community groups like Exit 5, Dave Gerhardt's groups, one of my favorite marketing groups. That's how I get the activity that I get on LinkedIn. And that's how I get people to my lives is because I'm engaging with them outside of it. So yeah, that's what I would say about community. And you can build community on the lives too, because on my live events, because I'm active in so many different communities, different people from the different communities I'm in will come to my live. And then you'll see the flow of comments happening. And it's like, wow, I've, now I have like Carly over here from this group meeting, you know, Jesse over here from this group. And, you know, it's, I'm able to see like live all these contacts networking. And then on top of that, I'm a huge software nerd. Like I love technology. I always have. And I'm able to nerd out on there and, you know, talk about my favorite proposal software, which is also a sponsor of Whiskey <laughs> Wednesday. And it works out yeah. that way that like when you start to like things and you start to share about it with your audience, then those brands end up wanting to support you. Um, and so I'm able to give out prizes of different software licenses and it keeps people coming back. So I don't know. I think people come because of prizes and they see the guests and I try to come up with enticing topics. But once they get there, they're seeing that there's a community. And so I call it the party in the comments. And then the party in the comments continues after Wednesday on Slack. Um, I found Slack is like, for me, one of the hardest places to like keep an active community. Um, some of the yeah. most active communities I've been in are on WhatsApp or even a small LinkedIn DM of like 50, I think they max it out at 50, but when you can get 50 like-minded people in a LinkedIn DM, those are so active. But other places like Facebook, I think, you know, they're, you'd be surprised. You would be think 
a lot of people in B2B are like, my audience isn't on Facebook. And it's like, well, who are you targeting? Okay, you're targeting marketers. Well, there's a whole bunch of niche marketing Facebook groups where all these marketers are just hanging out. And you know what you need to do is not go join those and just start spamming people and talking at them. You need to go and organically become part of them and support them and then start networking with them. And so it's the work that I do outside of LinkedIn and outside of the live events that make the live event what it is. And then it's community that keeps that going as well. Yeah. And one other thing that you do really well is that you bring a lot of quirkiness and fun stuff to not only the event, but also the promotional stuff that you're doing. Like I saw one promotional video on your profile, which was you playing the piano and singing a song and <laughs> and it was hilarious. And so go like explain that, like what it, what is, what is happening there in terms of like, okay, so I'm not going to do the normal thing. I'm going to do something that is pretty distinctive here. That's what I love about LinkedIn is it's so easy to pattern interrupt because yeah. when I put those silly videos of me playing the piano on TikTok, you know, it's like mm, 300 views, you know, and then I put it on LinkedIn and it's like mm, 20,000 views, you know, right. <laughs> um, because yeah, I think people want to connect with people again and they're yep. sick of being marketed to. So I'm a marketer. Yep. I can create marketing material all day long. Sometimes I do it too much and I make things look too branded is when I don't put effort into it and I just go out and do something. Those are the ones that always just like randomly perform the best. Um, like you said, the silly one, like the piano, I do piano parody. So we're talking about pitch slapping. Um, and on Whiskey Wednesday, we talk about sales and marketing alignment. So, you know, pitch slapping in the DMs on LinkedIn is something that comes up often. Uh, many people hate LinkedIn because of the cold pitch slaps they get in their inbox. Yeah. But um, so I know it's, you know, I can laugh about that through a piano parody and people want to laugh. You know, we just had a pandemic. People are stressed out. So when you can be human and you can go out there and be a little bit vulnerable, it allows people to connect with you. And what used to shock me in the beginning, it doesn't as much anymore, is like people will come to me and it's like they know me. And I'm like, who are you? You know, and it's just because they've been watching my videos. They've been listening to what I've been saying. And I put real stuff out there. And so if they follow me enough, you know, then they're going to get that. But I think that's how I've been able to build an audience at Whiskey Wednesday. It's how I've been able to build my own LinkedIn audiences. And I think, you know, it's going to become more important because now we have AI. So everything's going to get more branded, more cliche. So the more you can pattern interrupt, stop the scroll, be a little bit different, be a little more human, be a little more light and offer more fun. That's what people want is they want to feel good after seeing your content. Yeah, totally. Well, you did just touch on something that I think is also really smart, especially when it comes to community building. And that's creating and leaning into common vernacular language that everybody knows who is like on the inside of the club. So in this case, like pitch slapping, like this is something that people can start sharing. And there's, I'm going to mention another show. There's another live event podcast that happens uh, by these two guys. They're both named Luis. They're both from Venezuela. They're brothers and they call themselves the biz bros. And their show is called content is profit. And they go live, I think it's three times a week. And what they one of the things that they've done really well is they've come up with all these 
little phrases that are like theirs that they own. And so instead of a golden nugget, they refer to golden boulders. <laughs> and and then they do this thing that's all juicy, juicy. Like if something is like really awesomely wonderful, they all say, oh, that's just super juicy, juicy. And anyway, I could go on and on. But they have these things that is totally like theirs and their audience knows that it's mm. this. And that language, th those things spread like into the comments and then, you know, into whatever other interactions that they have. And it's a really smart piece of like, helping people identify, oh, now I'm in the know and I'm part of this group because now, you know, I mean, the, the biggest example like this is the Grateful Dead fans who were deadheads and they followed the band, you know, from place to place, pretty much religiously, you know, watching them every single performance that they have and people were recording their stuff and then bootleg, you know, copies were being spread and the, the deadheads know who they are and there is a whole world and culture around being a Grateful Dead fan that has all this vernacular to it that has been going on now, even though the band isn't all that active anymore. And, you know, the, the couple of the key players are no longer living. The deadheads are very much a vibrant thing. <laughs> like they, they know who they are yeah. and they're loyal, you know, and this is kind of the thing that, that can be created. Like you can do this. And I think you're right. Like LinkedIn is such a great opportunity to create something that is kind of off by itself and people can go, oh, okay, this is, first of all, it's it's not the straight-laced business normalcy. It's not pitch slapping. Like, I'm not <laughs> going to get pitch slapped in here. <laughs> no, you're going to come and get value. Yeah, mm. right. Right, exactly. All right. Well, we are getting closer to the end of our time here. I just want to sort of revisit this whole concept of doing a live thing. You know, like for myself, I've been doing this series, I've been going live for, I don't know, as ever since you could go live. In fact, I could, I've been going live since before you could do live on social media. I My previous business was with the music industry and I would arrange for musicians to go live and it was kludgy. Like we had to build a place for them <laughs> for it to be streamed to it. and then we'd have to actually bring the people to that particular page on the internet. And now it's, you know, it's so easy. Uh, it, it's almost too simple in some ways. You know, you can just pick your phone up and hit the live button and boom, That's there you true. are, you're live. You know, it, it doesn't take very much to get there. And this more formal way of doing things, like actually creating an event where, just like you said, you can bring your friends. Like I've got people who follow me on YouTube and I've got hey. other people who follow me on Facebook mm -hmm. and I've got a whole different group that's on LinkedIn and I can bring them all together in this thing. And in the real world, like I've got people who I know from improv and I've got people who I know from my dance class and I've got people I know from, you know, et cetera. And I can also invite all of them to this live event. I'm actually creating a live event for all of these people. It's like, it's time for us to get together and have some fun. And, and the other part of it is that it's all about relationship building as far mm -hmm. as I can tell. Like, yes. you know, we get to meet, we get to like you and I have this kind of deep conversation on a particular topic. And as a result, like I know for myself in the last couple of years, my own network has just been super enriched from this kind of engagement, this regular thing. And the other part is simply like the job of being a content creator is a huge chore. So why not 
do something that you like doing. That's true. Especially when <laughs> you know, cancel. And, and <laughs> if what you like doing is talking with people and, and interacting and stuff like that, if that's you, then this is actually a great way to do it because not only not only can you do this, but then you and I, we can I can take this content you know of you and of me and I can make it into little bits of content and I can share that around. And so my workflow is very much in the mind of a lot of, I would say probably 50 or 60% of the content that I create comes entirely from the fact that I go live once a week. Yeah. So talk about that part. Mm -hmm. The repurposing. It's like endless content. It's yeah, like, right. If you're in marketing, you're not doing, doing this. It's like, why can I just like, I don't understand because honestly you get video. Then from that, you can transcribe it. You can make a blog, you know, you get text content, you get ideas for graphics. Um, I mean, you get the founders on there talking about their vision. So yes, it's so easy. That's why I love StreamYard, like I was saying earlier, because then I get video, I get audio. You can take that. You can put it on Spotify and then get Anchor. It's super easy. You put it on Anchor and it just goes out to you know all these other different channels. So you get it on Apple Podcast and all the other channels. Like you know, It's not as hard as it looks. So to me, it's a no-brainer. You need to start getting your personal brand out there. You need to start getting faces out there. Um, but, you know, at this point, talking heads, that's the the big controversy now. Talking heads, there are a lot of talking heads. So is that even a p pattern interrupter? So, you know, you got to get out there and you got to get started somewhere because it's constantly going to be changing. But video and like humans are not going anywhere. We're going to continue to want to connect with humans and it's going to get harder. We're going to want that more and more, especially as we see more deep fakes. We see more AI generated content. Just you being a real human and putting out content, that's what's going to help people notice your brand. Yeah. If you do something that only a human could do. Yeah. <laughs> something unpredictable. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that I think is going to be a big key to uh, continued success in like the really super near future or even tomorrow. Like it's it's all happening and it's all happening faster than we can imagine. You know, another um, important, important point I think people need to consider is making sure you keep it about the audience and not about you. Yeah. Because a lot of the time I see people getting in their own head and I have to remind them, this isn't about you. This is about the knowledge you're sharing with the audience. And so that sometimes help them get past the like being in front of a camera, get past imposter syndrome, which can help them, you know, finally get to a place where they can do this. Yeah, right. Totally. All right. Well, I think that's a great note to for us to end on. Um, this has been great. I really appreciate you coming and taking the time today from your home. Maybe it's an opportunity for you to get out of your house for just a minute or two. <laughs> <laughs> and so if people want to connect with you, uh, you mentioned riveting. What is the best way for them to hook up? Yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn, um, Jesse Lezak. Um, otherwise, you can just go to Reveting. That's R-E-V-E-T-I-N-G.com. Um, or my email is just Jesse, my first name, J-E-S-S-I-E at Reveting.com. All right. Well, I'll make sure that links to you on LinkedIn, your website are in the show notes. And Jesse, thank you so much for coming on today. This has really been fun. And I love I love hearing about people who are doing this kind of thing because it's it's very near and dear to stuff that I'm up to. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much. I really appreciate being here. 
If you're listening here at the end, I just want to remind you, if you would like to go and binge on the entire archive of the Standout Business Show, just go to standoutbusinessshow.com. And that's three S's between business and show. All of it is there. All the show notes, all the video, all the audio, all the extra doodahs, all the extra lead magnets, all the extra invitations. It's all there and you can binge to your heart's content. And until next time, we go live every Thursday, 11 a.m. Eastern time. And we'll see you then.